Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Rewind. It's Joe and Dan right here, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. <laughs> Two hours in the books, but we've got another hour left. And by that third hour, the witching hour, as I like to call it, if we go to continue on rewinding week four in the NFL, I always like to bring in somebody who's always got energy. He brings the energy, and he brings the pain every time, because we love him dearly. He's the gridiron scholar from Football Die Hearts. He's the man, John Love. Johnny boy, how's it going, my buddy? You know, other than Jay and Jai, I had a fantastic day, but man, I was going to throw a brick through my TV watching that Dolphin Saints debacle. Do you have a whole thing of bricks just sitting by the couch, just in case? <laughs> I do. I get angry a lot. <laughs> do you have, like, <laughs> I can't imagine John angry. Like, I can't, like, like can you, Dan? Like, like you know, it's like only mad about maybe if that rainbow wasn't beautiful enough outside after a storm right, in the right. summer. You know, like, he wants the like, double rainbow. Like, he was mad that there wasn't a double rainbow. Like, that's as mad as John could possibly get. John, was it a hot take there in this last segment? We were talking about Deshaun Watson. You know, I know it was a big, uh, big first outing here for him at home there where he could really, you know, get under him the offense and. Is it a hot take that he could end up a QB1 for the rest of the season? A low-end one, but still a QB1? I think it's very possible. Um, he has the pieces around him. You know, you have DeAndre Hopkins, so you have the stud wide receiver. They have a decent running game, you know, between Lamar Miller and now um, Deontay Foreman. They're going to be able to pound the football. They use their tight ends well, C.J. Fedoras and Ryan Griffin. Who knows if Will Fuller will reach his potential. Uh, he has a great defense. I think it's possible, my guess, if I was going to put money down, he finishes the year between 10 and 14. So you're right looking at that end of wide or quarterback number one. Yeah, actually, we now, just look. I'm sorry. Go ahead there, Jen. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to get his his season long the rest of his take on JHI. I mean, talked about throwing a brick through a window, but uh, <laughs> are you are are you a believer that this is uh, just a couple of poor weeks, or, or are you starting to worry that a JHI in this uh, Dolphins offense just is not going to gel this year? I'm clearly worried. Um, I wasn't worried going into the day because the matchup was so tasty on paper against the New Orleans Saints. You're like, okay. I know Miami, unfortunately, had the storm. They had to travel to California. Then they went up to New York. Okay, and now, but I was hoping they would get everything together. They're going to London. The Saints defense had played so bad the first two weeks. I wasn't feeling good about them, even though they played well in week three. But today was just abysmal. I mean, I just do not understand why he only received 12 carries. I'm watching Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake go into that football game. Why are they in the backfield? These guys are clearly backups. They are roster fodder fire. So I am clearly wor worried. Unfortunately, I'm heavily invested in Ajayi. So I'm going to have to keep playing him until it's a complete disaster. But I got to give him at least two more weeks and that Adam Gase wakes up and just gives the young man 25 carries next week. You're a kinder man than I, 
because I, I'm not giving him uh -huh. anything else. That's it. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. It's over. Luckily, I don't have any season-long shares of him, but last week I was looking for him DFS-wise, and it didn't happen. Real quick catch-up here. I just thought this would be fun. 15-10 Sunday Night Football at the half. The Colts are beating the Seahawks. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria, kids. But we've got John Lobb to help sort us all out here. It's week four in the NFL. Let's get John Lobb's take, the gridiron scholar, on what he saw. Catch us here right now. More fancy sports after this. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. everybody fantasy rewind fantasy sports radio network obviously if there's any of the great programming today you can catch it all on demand free fntsy radio app itunes google play get it live it like nando defino says put it in your pocket this is where it belongs it belongs in your pocket john law for football diet gaggies put it in there it's good put it in your gaggies put it in there it'll be great it's free uh i love that guy we should all be as good and as good-looking as Nando DeFino. None of us are, but uh, we, yeah, that's our lot in life. That's why we are faces for radio. Uh, but John Lobb is a good-looking, handsome SOB, that's for sure. And we want to get his take on week four in the NFL and some of the things he's seen. Let's start with that New England-Carolina game. Let's start with Cam Newton. So last week, John, the script said that Cam Newton was supposed to get right against the Saints or we were really concerned. That was my script for sure. And uh, I was really concerned, so much so that I sat him everywhere I owned him. I wasn't buying it. And sure enough, he goes out there and he just lights it up. And I should know better. I should have at least sat him in only one of the two leagues I owned him in, just to be sure. But, John, do you take that Cam Newton from here on out now as a guy who gets back, gets the confidence that he looked good, as Dan pointed out before, the shoulder didn't seem to be bothering him. He had zip on the throws. Would you say that Cam Newton going forward now is going to be Cam Newton? So I don't know if this is consolidation or um, I, I benched him on all four of my season-long teams also. I just had enough after last week. I did watch that game today. I thought the whole offense played much better. You know, I thought they there was something missing last week against the Saints. And I'm not – maybe it was obviously the Saints have gotten their defense together. I have to consider that now after we've seen what they did to the Miami Dolphins. Maybe Dennis Allen has really got the pieces there. But I thought Cam Newton looked very good. But we also have to consider the Patriots' defense stinks. They're just awful. But I really think does. Cam Newton moving forward. 
Now, John, as we talk more and more about these quarterbacks, are you a believer in uh, uh, this week, Andy Dalton? Uh, did he show you enough to believe that he's off the schneid and, and making things work? Or is this offense too much of a, an open question mark moving forward with the Mixon status and, and what you get out of tight end with Tyler Croft uh, instead of Tyler Eifert? Do you believe that uh, this is a, a step forward for the Cincinnati QB? Um, I look at Andy Dalton is he's exactly what we believed he was. When the matchup is good and they are able to give him time in the pocket, he's a productive fantasy player. You put him in prime time and he stinks. You put him in the road at a tough matchup and he stinks. At the end of the year, his numbers will be good, but you are going to have some very frustrating games from him. But, like, he's a great number two quarterback. In the two-quarterback league, you got to love Dalton. You know, he was so good today. I really felt the Bengals played well. But the Browns, I mean, they're just even worse than I imagined. I mean, they're just putrid on defense. They're putrid on offense. But Andy Dalton took advantage of that matchup today. So as long as he's got a healthy A.J. Green, you got to play him when the matchup is good. All right, let's talk about Todd Gurley, who had another good game today. And that was another hot take that I had and I shared with Dan. And I said, you know, just kind of look at the landscape with no DJ out there, right? Love Bell started off slow. Ezekiel Elliott kind of plodding around. It's been good, but not the Ezekiel Elliott that we've really been waiting for. Is it impossible to think that Todd Gurley might be a top three running back right now after Hunt and Bell, really, in that conversation with Elliott, at least somewhere in that grouping? I don't think it's crazy at all. Now, I pivoted around mid-August and started drafting Gurley in round two or three. So I'm lucky enough now to have him on five of my season-long teams. And I think those five teams combined, you know, there's something silly like 16 and four. He really was good today. I thought he ran ran with anger and purpose. He's active in the passing game. You know, he was in a Neanderthal offense last year. You know, Jeff Fisher was a clown with his blocking schemes. There was no energy or passion. I was watching that offensive line today. They're pulling offside guards. They're trapping with the tackles. They're getting Gurley out into space. He's hitting that hole. It is not crazy to think that he could be the third best running back by the end of the year. Uh, I I don't disagree. It just feels so odd talking about Todd Gurley that way. But uh, the talent was there, obviously, coming out of college. And as you said, Jeff Fisher just... I think numbskull is the word I want to use for Jeff Fisher and his coaching staff. Does that seem apt there, John? Do you think numbskull is a good one for Fisher? (laughs) You are such a nice person, Dan. I can't even say it on national radio, but he was obviously a buffoon by the end. Buffoon I like, too. I think that one works as well. Um, (laughs) Talking, uh, you know, we talked about... uh, some quarterbacks here trying to figure out Cam Newton, uh, Dalton, obviously. Uh, in Houston, you have Deshaun Watson doing uh, you know, an amazing job. And I look at someone like DeAndre Hopkins. Do you think this volume is sustainable and will continue this season? Or do you think if Watson continues to improve, it actually hurts DeAndre Hopkins' stats as we move forward, as he starts to go through progressions and see more receivers open? No, I think the targets are going to be there. I actually, in a way, I'm glad that Will Fuller is back because you have to account for his speed on the defensive side, which should leave a few more one-on-one opportunities for Hopkins. Now, I like Deshaun Watson a lot coming out of Clemson. I think people were 
overrating his lack of arm strength. Playing quarterback in the NFL is a lot more than just throwing the football fast. Just look at Jeff George. Now, watch, or Hopkins should be targeted a minimum of 10 times every game. I think that's sustainable, and I want those other weapons because it keeps team, teams from putting umbrella coverage or double-teaming him at all times. All right, let's talk a little bit about Mixon because if we this might be our last chance because our boss has already said that if we talk about Mixon on the network, any of us, that uh, we might be uh, given our notice because <laughs> after this week it was, another, it was another bad one. But I'll, I'll pose it to you. Is this the all-time buy low opportunity because the volume is starting to get there and he's still trying to ramp up and you know get comfortable in the NFL and get comfortable with everything that's going on here? Or is this panic mode? Like, where are you with Mixon? It's probably one of the two. I don't think it's anywhere in between. Now, I think it's a buy low. Um, I would definitely be willing to give up a low-end number two starter. I think you have to find the owner who has him who is panicking because they spent the third-round pick on Mixon. I don't think you can throw him out yet. There's still injuries are going to occur in this long season. I would be trying to buy him, but it's got to be cheap. All right, I got a question for you. Who would you rather the rest of the season? Would you rather have Mixon or Ajayi? Ajayi, no question, because he's the workhorse. He's the best back on the team. The other two guys are not NFL runners. At least Giovanni Bernard is a very good professional NFL pass catcher. And you know what? Whatever Jeremy Hill, the coaching staff, likes him, and they're determined to give him some carries, I don't understand. All right, John, I'm going to bring it home for me. What, what team do you root for, John? What, what NFL team are you a fan of? I'm actually a Denver Bronco fan since 1977. Craig Morton, Orange Crush. I love that team. So I've been a Bronco fan for, I'm trying to think now, what is that, 40 years? Yeah, about 40 years, I guess. I guess we're not team math here, but that's fine. Uh, We can uh, talk about uh, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, For a team that's tanking, um, they have now won two games in a row, so they can't even tank correctly in New York. Um, (laughs) are, Are you buying Bilal Powell, or is this sort of, let's take the anomaly for what it was, one big run and not much else? You know, you take away the big run, he still had, he, had the, he touched the ball 20 carries, and if my math is right, he had it for 88 yards. So take out the big run, he still averaged over four yards per carry. I still do not believe that the Jets are going to have a winning record by the end of the season. But you've got to give this coaching staff and this roster, they're playing hard. I'm shocked. I cannot believe they won back-to-back games. I have the Jaguars all over in DFS and my season-long defense. I thought they were going to rock the Jets after what they did against the Ravens. But you know what? The Jets are playing good football. They're obviously going to pound the football a ton. And I picked up Elijah McGuire already. I'm sure you guys might have talked about it. The rookie out of Louisiana, Lafayette. He's one of those guys I liked in college. You know, you want to see where he goes. You're never sure with these kids coming out of, like, the Sun Belt Conference. But he has showed us something, and it looks like the Jets are going to give him some carries. If you're in a deeper league, you have to consider Elijah McGuire. All right. More with John Lobb when we come back. The Gridiron Scholar's got some more knowledge for us. So stick around. we got more weeks more to recap with our buddy boy, Johnny Lobb. And again... 
so much more to get to. You're not going to want to miss this. Stick around. More Rewind when we come back. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning. And, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. everybody is the rewind with joe and dan fantasy sports radio network i'm not a big candy guy i know this little candy shop like a halloween's coming i'm not a candy guy i'm a chocolate guy i want the chocolate stuff when the kids come home from halloween i want the chocolate uh, no just take take the smarties and the other crap away from me john are you the same i know you got little guys there too is it the same like when when the little one goes out trick-or-treating are you a chocolate guy are you a candy guy or you don't care you just go for all of it I'm actually not a big candy guy anymore. You know, when you get old and you try to have to watch your blood pressure and weight, which has always been a challenge, you know, I'll have one because my daughter loves to share. It's kind of fascinating watching how much she wants to, you know, give something to you. So I will eat something she gives me. If I do, I prefer something chocolate. Now, Dan, you've got like a million kids, so I imagine, you know, in a couple of years, Halloween's going to be like payday for you. And I don't mean the chocolate bar. I mean, like, it's going to be quite it's going to be quite an onslaught of candy in the Stratford household in like two years from now. I mean, last year was pretty impressive. I, I need to I need to cut back on the amount of candy I eat anyway. Um, my last trip to the dentist was not a, a, a good one. Uh, but uh, I'm 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 all I'm all about the candy life. I mean, it's. It's Milky Ways, it's Smarties, it's Starburst, oh, Twizzlers. So you go both ends, huh? You don't discriminate. You're going on the no. chocolate side and on the other. Wow. Chocolate caramel, like chocolate and caramel together and some nougat. I'm in. See, I knew you'd be a nougat guy. I, could always, I, I always pretty, know a nougat not guy Nugent. when I see you. Not a nugent guy. No, no, I'm not a nugent, a nugent guy. <laughs> no one's a nugent guy. I don't, I don't think anybody. <laughs> maybe, maybe Kid Rock is a nugent guy, but that's a whole other set of circumstances there. I'll be Senator Kid Rock to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, still waiting for that over deliver. All right, let's talk about uh, <laughs> Dalvin Cook. There's fear that it's an ACL, and I gotta say, this is like the biggest bummer in the world to me because I got him everywhere, and this is why I hate season long NFL nowadays. I just hate it because daily, like daily, I had a couple of DK lineups. I cashed in all my fifty fifties. I cashed in a couple of the tournaments, low level cashing, but I don't care. I'm not losing money. That's all that matters. And, you know, if I had injuries or things like that and it was a bad week, eh, I turned the page. But this this is going to kill my season longs, all, all of them, because I own Dalvin Cook, I think, in all but one. So, I mean, what do you do? I mean, is it just the obvious stupid one where you just go to Murray? I mean, what do you do right now if you are a, a Dalvin Cook owner? Is it Elijah McGuire, John? Where do you go? Uh, so there's a couple guys, because I immediately thought about that. I have Dalvin Cook on a few season long, and I played him today, and I was able to, you know, we got some points out of him, but he was looking so good. But the first one, I think, I was very impressed with Wayne Gallman of the Giants. I mean, it is time to put Paul Perkins on the sideline. At least Wayne Gallman played angry. He ran the ball with purpose. He attacked the front 
seven of the defense. No pitter-pattering, no reading of the book in the backfield. I like Gallman. He looked like, to me, he brought some energy to that offense. So he's one of the guys I'm looking for. Then, yes, I do like Elijah McGuire. We talked about him just before the break. And the other one, I think Alex Collins. You know, I liked him a lot coming out of Arkansas. He had three consecutive 1,000-yard seasons for the Razorbacks. Now, he was drafted by Seattle, and I had some hopes for him in Dynasty Leagues, or, or you know, and I drafted him. Now, it just didn't work out, but a lot of these times, what the coaching staff is looking for, the blocking scheme, sometimes it doesn't work. But you know what? The last two weeks, Alex Collins has been the best running back for the Ravens. I got him on four teams last week. I didn't start him. I wanted to see where the carries were going to go, but I would be targeting Galman, McGuire, and Collins if, if you need a replacement for Cook. I think that all makes sense, and I, I think uh... – I still can't believe the Jets won today. I keep you talking about McGuire <laughs> and what happened. It's really it's, it's disheartening when they win because they're not supposed to be winning, and when they're supposed to be winning, they lose. So it's really a messed up world to be a Jets fan. Uh, but as we talk through uh, week four, the injuries are continuing to mount, obviously, throughout uh, the NFL. Uh, Joe just brought up the, the Dalvin Cook. Uh, you have the injuries uh, to Mariota and to Carr. Uh, are there quarterbacks out there that are you know streamable at this point? If you lose a, a Carr or Mariota, who you're probably you know in a flex, a super flex league, was your QB one or two QB league? Were, were your QB ones? Do you have guys that you're willing to to look at for week five and beyond? Or what what, what do you have here for these QB injuries that have started to line up? So in all my two quarterback leagues, there is literally nothing on the waiver wire. So I think the first thing that I would be looking for is if you have a Derek Carr and the news seems good, but we don't know yet. The first guy you'd probably have to get is EJ Manuel. He looks oh, like the guy. Oh, oh, wait. You know, you talk about ah. Dan breaking out in highs because the Jets are winning. You say EJ Manuel and I just, I, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. Oh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> if, if, you know, I've looked at my waiver wires. I mean, Joe, the Joe and John Invitational, there is literally nothing on the waiver wire. I mean, so Matt I'm Moore, gonna... Matt Moore, John, Matt Moore. <laughs> that's where we're going next. I guess. But the only, if they start him, I mean, I heard a report that I was reading that Adam Gates guaranteed Cutler was going to play again. I would agree with you. If Matt Moore gets the job, I mean, I would definitely pick him up immediately. Maybe Mitch Trubisky gets the start, even though it seems for some reason the Bears want to play Mike Glennon, and he's been awful. Um, you know, I'm looking at the bottom here, maybe Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's looked good. You know, he's been, he was good last week. He's been playing. I was watching the first half before I went on with you guys. He was productive. So maybe you could look there, I would think. Yeah, I, that's that's a tough sell, man. I I, uh, I don't know, EJ Manuel. You say EJ Manuel, and I just kind of black out. I, I literally black out, and I I can't remember where I am, where my address is, what's going on. If if that's me on my driver's license, it all just gets really hazy. All right, we're talking with John Lobb here. You can follow him on Twitter at GridironSkull91. That's S C H O L ninety one, as in scholar. Uh, let's talk about your Broncos for a second here. Let's talk about Demarius Thomas, who was, uh, well, it's October. And we're talking about Halloween a little bit. Let's, he was a ghost. He was a ghost in this game. One catch oh. for 11 yards. Let's be frank. Let's tell it like it is. 
and Emmanuel Sanders also not too exciting. And I'm I'm going to ask you this question: Were the first two weeks of Trevor Simeon just like the perfect storm of great matchup, good scenario, things just working out well? And now the last two weeks, really, what the Trevor Simeon we've come to know and you know not really care about. You know, so Trevor Simeon has some brain farts. There's no question when he's <laughs> in the pocket. I mean, you see it like the rush is coming and he doesn't know what to do. And you get so frustrated as a fan. You're like, throw the ball away. Let Demarius or Emmanuel make a play. So look at he somewhere's in the middle. Today, the Raiders schemed, I guess, well. I mean, I'm shocked that he wasn't able to get this um, p- passing game going. He, he obviously, they're throwing to guys like Benny Fowler so much. I'm like, come on, throw the ball to Demarius. Now, the few times that he did, they were inaccurate or it was into double coverage, so I thought he was trying to force it. I think Simeon is uh, the perfect um, back end number two in the two-quarterback league. He's, like, ranked 20 to 26 overall. He can have moments in the right matchup. At the end of the year, he'll probably throw 18 touchdowns, you know, maybe 3,500 yards but he's not going to do what he did the first two weeks unless he has one other of those games before the end of the year. It's, uh, you know, Denver's offense is not one I usually turn to. Defense uh, looked great again uh, against Oakland, so I think we're going to be able to rely on the run game and, and defense out there in Denver for for many weeks to come this season. Uh, you talked about the, the New England Patriots defense. Are there is there anything breaking from a week-to-week matchup if you are a streaming quarterback person? Are there any of these defenses that have maybe shown uh, some warts that you didn't expect that you're targeting more often than you, you thought you would? Or on the other side, uh, defenses that have been better than you expected and uh, maybe you're not targeting them from a streaming standpoint in a, a typical uh, league or, or in a super flex league? You know, I still think we're in the stage where it's kind of up and down because like the saints, they were so bad. The first two weeks, they were on a record pace of being abysmal. And now all of a sudden they've actually turned it around. So I've got to look at that closely. The Pats now I'm convinced that you have to play quarterbacks against the Patriots. Their back end is so bad and they can't rush the quarterback which is shocking to me. You know, I think the, the Dolphins you can clearly target on the back end. You know, um, I'm, I want to stay away from the Jaguars, but the Jaguars, you know, they're up and down. Look at what the Jets did for, to them this week. And then last week the Ravens were terrible. You know, so I think we're still in that kind of we haven't landed yet. We don't really know which teams are really bad or real excellent. I agree with you. Denver against the run, they're unbelievable. One defense that I don't, I take all my quarterbacks out. The Vikings at home are nasty. I have not played anyone in that dome against Minnesota on that speed. So, but, but other than that, it doesn't look like there's a, a great paper lion out there. John, we love you. Thanks for coming on, and I uh, hope you go to Home Depot and get the rest of the bricks for week five. All right, my man? <laughs> no problem. You need night. fresh bricks for that TV. All right, more Fantasy Rewind when we come back. More Joe and Dan on Fantasy Sports Radio. Ezekiel Elliott. Carl Anthony Towns. 
Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. you back again to Fantasy Sports Radio Network, just in case you didn't feel welcomed enough the first time. going to keep welcoming uh, you back here to the, uh, to the program here, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I was just musing to myself, and I wonder, Dan, for you, uh, if indeed tomorrow, and it's close right now, it's still close, they, Seattle just took the lead over the Indianapolis Colts. It's it's way closer than it should be. But if, if the Colts should beat the Seahawks tomorrow, does Scott Angle come into work in the morning? Uh, no. Yeah, I would imagine he calls out. It, I imagine it's going to be Joe a long... Joe and Dan. You know. Yes. yes. How are you? I'm well. Look, what a, <laughs> what a voice for sore ears you are. How about this? I mean, this is, this is good times. I got to tell you, Tony. Yes. When they say live... It's live, baby, and that's yeah. all that matters. We're having a good time. Here's what here's what just this is occurring. So, you know what we we get the uh, things. Uh, Mike Florio sets up these shows for us, and and I was like, wow, this this breaks a long break. What's the problem here? They put the whole three minutes and thirty nine seconds of another one bites the dust in there for us, and I didn't think you were gonna go fr- full Freddie Mercury on us. Well, I always a, don't, a, don't dare him. Don't, don't dare, dare me. <laughs> Dan knows. Dan knows I'll go full Freddie Mercury on any time. You know that's 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 a, that's an easy one. Forget it because the show that's must go on. Coming out soon. It with, is. It is the guy from the from the robot. <laughs> the guy with the robot. I always want to say I robot, but it's not it. What's that called, Mister Robot? Mister Robot. I haven't don't seen Mister Robot. But Tony, do you think Scott Angle comes in tomorrow? If uh, if indeed the Colts. Should beat the Seattle Seahawks? I think he might have been worried about it because he took a day off last week, so he's going to say he was still sick, and he was planning it uh, because he wasn't too <laughs> happy with the way that things are going in this offensive line. Uh, but how is the defense allowing these points to the Colts? Well, that's that's the thing, and I keep harping on this, Tony, and I keep saying this Seattle Seahawks defense at this point, they're just another year older, and uh, – Look, we're at a point where, yeah, this was a great defense a couple years ago, and it's there's only a small window of time, right, Dan, where you can keep a unit together and everybody is buying in and everybody's on board and also everybody is playing for we instead of me and the contracts and the disputes. And they've been through a lot of them in Seattle over the years, the holdouts, the contracts, the issues, the me stuff. And look, they're a unit that's now a couple years removed from being the Legion of Boom. And I don't think they're the Legion of Boom quite anymore. Do you, Dan? I think they have the, the possibility of being a great defense as this year goes on. Uh, that defensive line is really where their strengths are. They've had some injuries and new guys brought in. But no, are they the, the elite secondary that they were many years ago or a few years ago? No, I don't think they are. And I do think they're a, enough years older that it, it causes some concern. But I really think this defense, as the year goes on, could be a real strength for Seattle. Haven't seen Russell Wilson be entirely 
um, consistent in his play. That's for sure. Uh, and I don't know what to make of this Colts team. Like I, I like I don't know who. who Jacoby Brissett, baby. That's all yeah, you need to know. I mean, it's it's uh, the Brissett show, and and we're all witnesses here. Uh, at least they 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 have uh, a quarterback now. I mean, they they finally after these past few years of. Uh, <laughs> You know, struggling and and having this this guy at your center, they have a real QB that they can land on. So it is. I mean, nice. Andrew, if you're listening, um, he's. I'm Andrew, pretty sure are. he is. I just want you to. Know, I know positive you are. If he's listening, I mean, it's the app. He can stand there on the sideline and just. He can listen, listen any time with the app. Exactly. He. It looks like he has the uh, uh, earphone earpiece in to listen to the play call. No, he's just listening to us. Um, yes. The uh, it, the the Jets are welcoming. We're a nice fan base. Um, you know, oh, you don't even you don't even need. Well, you're uh, a pro- you're a playoff team. You're a playoff right. team, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, come on over, Andrew. Yeah. We're a potential playoff team. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> Tony. Of all the things, Mr. Sincata, that you saw in Week Four, I know for me the biggest bummer is this Dalvin Cook news because I just know it's going to end poorly because that's just that just seems the way things go. What was the worst thing you saw in Week Four? And and don't say the Jets winning because we already know Dan feels bad about that. Well, my personal tragedy is uh, I was in two survivor pools and I was eliminated in both because I went back to back with the Patriots. I was going to go Seattle and one, but I was like, oh, I'm a little concerned about uh, Seattle. So to me personally, it was the New England Patriots. Uh, but if I look at it from a, a, a standpoint, Larry Fitzgerald had an underwhelming game uh, until about, uh, let's see, 69 minutes into that game. And then he finally put it over the top. Yeah. Uh, the the Patriots, well, I'll tell you what, Survivor Pools this year have been just uh, shredded. With Atlanta and New England <laughs> today, right? You'd think a lock could hit. Oh, oh, I'm sure there's a huge hit on those games. Absolutely brutal. And I and I was one of these people out on week one because I took Houston thinking that Houston was going to be good enough to beat, well, certainly you know at home and, the, and all this stuff and the emotions of what's going on. There's no way J.J. Watt's not going to be there and just carry this group with him. And, and, of course, that was wrong. And then I bought back in and I said, well, a couple weeks later, I know Roethlisberger sucks on the road, just like he sucked today on the road. But there's no way he's not going to go over on the, on the Chicago Bears. I mean, it's the Chicago Bears. They got to beat them. Well, I was wrong again, too. So Survivor Pools have been terrible. Are you doing any Survivor Pools this year, Dan? I'm not. Um, I, I had a couple that were in the email box and thought about them and thought about them and then just never never pulled the trigger on them. Ugh, yeah, well, another turnover right here for the uh, – on the Seattle Seahawks ball going out of uh, looks like was it Jimmy Graham's hands? Or yeah, tight end. I couldn't see it Jimmy right now. Graham. Yeah, and and uh, who's down on the field? We got another like a lineman down the field because that's what Seattle needs to do is lose another lineman because the offensive line isn't bad enough. Let's start uh, plugging in more guys underneath the guys that are already there. But yeah, survivor pools this year have been. I don't remember a year where I didn't get into like I usually get into October. You know, like I've never bought back in. I bought back in week one because I was so mad <laughs> week one. I was like, oh, I can't sure. believe I'm yeah. out week one. I'm what is it? What's it? Double? Fine. I'm, I'm back in, you know, because these are a pretty good streak. And then <laughs> by last week, by week three, I was done. So uh, what are you going to do? All right, let's start looking forward uh, to week five in the NFL because it's never too soon to look ahead because just because we're rewind doesn't mean we can't fast forward a little bit. So the first game <laughs> is Thursday night. Yeah, that's right. Clever. You're that's clever. right. We are the Walkman of the uh, fantasy sports radio network. Somehow we're still around. We're like that thing. Like you you open the drawer and you're like, oh, Joe and Dan, I still have that. We still have them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's still a thing. But it still works. You push play and it still works. Can I? So uh, Saturday night, the wife and I, uh, Uh we went to a fundraiser for the 
uh, local for the high school football team and cheerleaders and 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 such. And uh, it was an '80s themed party. Nice. Uh, so uh, at one point, different songs came on, and I, uh, I for those of you who don't know, my wife is five and a half years older than me, so all of her friends are five and a half years older than me. But I knew all of the '80s songs, and they didn't, which was a little weird. Mm. Um, but uh, Ice Ice Baby came on. I was like, ah, is this really the '80s? I don't really remember. No, um, no, I don't it's think not. It is. I know. It's, uh, it's not. Um, but it was just funny. It came on. Uh, but uh, Brian Adams came on, and I'm singing along. And multiple people were looking at me. I was like, "Listen, listen. This is the first CD I owned. It's just the way it is. Let it be. Just let me have this moment." <laughs> oh, I remember you on let another network with you and I when we used to do our uh, singing. Uh, yep. Maybe we should bring that back, especially now that Tony is stuck with us. Maybe we should really torture him and go back to the singing best where we play head to head DFS I and the loser so. sings a song because oh, I remember because from that a technical now. standpoint <laughs> I remember oh. that <laughs> yeah now you know Brian, I mean bro Brian Adams everything I do Summer I do it for you oh is everything I, that's right that's what you did. Everything I did listen to my heart <laughs> you find. as if we can't add more technical things to the show now yeah. let's add that in let's make Tony play more There's music for some... us to sing under I'm, it's like what even like you have to wonder like not worth dying for <laughs> there was Dan. Oh my goodness, so good. My favorite was um still I touch myself. When you sang I touch myself, yep, that was still yep. my favorite of all. That time. whenever that comes on the radio, I always think about we still get, it and sending still, it to you, and then it's that awkward moment of me. And I still you get it song. from our own producer Javon, Javon, who used to send it to us too all the time. He would send us he'll still send me texts of songs that he remembers us singing <laughs> at one point. Like, they come on the radio, he'll like take a screenshot and send it to me on. He's like, miss you guys. <laughs> so uh, so our good. first Thursday night game, Patriots Bucks. Uh, I don't know about you, Dan, but I think this is um, this is a big game for both teams here. I mean, both of these teams right now. I think uh, I know the Bucks came out with a win. They snuck one in there, but now they got the the Patriots on a short week. The Pats' defense is all kinds of messed up. Then you go over to one o'clock game. You got the 49ers and Colts. God knows from a fantasy standpoint when to expect there. But as you said, Jacoby Brissett. That's I guess what we're going to expect. Jets Browns Dan oh, mark Lord. another W they're in the win column. Two. Oh, they're, they're gonna be three and two. They're gonna be three and two. They go to Cleveland and get another like, listen, win. Listen, yes. it's not happening. Uh-huh. But imagine if this Jets team made the playoffs. <laughs> It'd be so. This amazing. is like the bad news bears. Exactly. Like, but not It'd like one so of the good, good ones. Not like if the- they make the playoffs. <laughs> if they make the playoffs, I will. Um, I got to think of something. Yeah, like no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't just throw something out there. This needs to be marinated on because I guarantee next Sunday when like we're here and steak. they're three and two, I, I will. I guarantee you I will have something if the Jets should make the playoffs and, and figure this out here for sure. I mean, so good. three and two that they're staring in the face, staring down the barrel of three and two. All right. We've got a couple other games. We're going to fast forward through because of our nonsense, but you're going to want to hear what we have to say because. Well, we're just frankly entertaining. And it's late. I mean, what else are you doing? So stick around. Fantasy Sports Radio, Dan and Joe. We'll be right back right after this. With the rest of the rewind. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports.
Welcome back, everybody. The Rewind with Dan and Joe on Fantasy Sports Radio. I want to thank John Law for his time tonight with us. I want to especially want to thank uh, Mr. Tony Sincata for doing... I don't know what yeoman's work is. I've never understood what that means. I'm not sure who the yeoman is, but if there's a yeoman tonight, it's definitely Tony C. So uh, special thanks for him for uh, running this show tonight and making uh, this all work. Let's get well, to Joe, week I mean, five. It's, it's clearly a man holding and cultivating a small land or, or state, a freeholder of sorts. Right. He's a freeholder. Right. That's exactly what I would think of when I think of, you know, <laughs> I'm sure he's been called a freeloader more than a freeholder in his life, but still, right. sure. I appreciate him anyway. And for those so, of you from New Jersey, you have freehold, so. Which is yeah. right, where the mall and the racetrack are, which, right. you know, side by harness side. Harness racing. Harness, harness racing. Harnesses. Racing, racing with harnesses. There's no way, there's no way to transition <laughs> that, so I'm just going to go. Jaguar Steelers. Next let's week. harness this show back in. And- uh, well, let's harness Ben Roethlisberger back to Heinz Field, shall we? And let's get him at home. That's a good scenario for them, uh, Steelers, Jaguars. Let's go Giants, Chargers, the battle of the Ophers. Hey, somebody has to get a win, right? Or is it a tie? What do you think? Giants get on the board finally? I just can't wait for the comparisons of Rivers and Eli again because of the oh, whole trade yeah. fiasco. That, that's all we're going to We've never hear heard that before. It, nope. No one's ever nope. done that bit. And now here they are at the same part of their career, 0-4. How nice. What a lovely. See that? Full circle. Full circle. Bills, Bengals next week. I'll tell you what. Bengals have, have certainly played better the last two weeks. But these Buffalo Bills are chippy, man. And I, I'm kind of curious to see what they go in there with Cincinnati. Uh, I don't have a beat on this one yet from a fantasy standpoint. I would just continue to think uh, – uh, that, you know, A.J. Green will continue to be A.J. Green. That's the only thing that I feel good about. And I guess Charles Clay we yep. can all feel good about now. Panthers at Lions. Now Cam Newton's back in the fold. Hopefully a little bit of carryover in this one, and the Lions will uh, hopefully get a little bit more offensive speaking, although the Panthers are going to be a tough, tough matchup, even though they're going to be at home. Dolphins-Titans in this one. Look, Dolphins at home. I think this is Cutler's last stand. You like that? You see what I did there? Well done. Yeah. See that? I think it has to be. If it's not, then the Dolphins are giving up on this season. Eagles at home to the Cardinals. I like the Eagles in this one for sure. I mean, just the hot take right off the bat here. I think the Eagles are a, a football team that fights. They've got a lot of fight in them, and they've got a lot of grit, and I think that's something that's going to serve them well, and I think the Cardinals have zero. I think they have none of that, which is why they're getting in these situations they are in some of these games. We've got Oakland Raiders hosting the Ravens. My God, Dan, is there a worse offense right now than Joe Flacco and the, and the Ravens? It's not elite. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Hashtag elite Joe Flacco. Yep. Seattle Seahawks are going to travel into uh, Los Angeles to take on the Rams. And I got to say, this is where my eyeballs are next week. I want to see those Rams beat those Seahawks. I want to see it. I want to see this juggernaut Rams offense go take on the old Legion of Boom and see what's left of those fellas. Cowboys host the Packers. Cash game uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Cowboys cash game. That yes. sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, cash cash came it up for uh, Aaron Rodgers against the Cowboys D. I, I think so. Uh, Chiefs at Texans could be AFC preview right here. It's very possible. I think you're going to get a really good measure here of just how good the Chiefs offense is. You're going to get a really good measure of just how good the Texans offense is. Uh, if this game was in Kansas City, I think it might lean more towards the Chiefs. I got to say right now, I don't know what the early line is on this one, but I imagine it's close. And then we wrap it all up with the Monday nighter Vikings. At Bears. Oh, man. Vikings need a W now after this past week. All right. That'll do it for us. Believe it or not, we are out. 
That's going to close the book on this one, but the story of the game goes on. For Dan Strafford, I'm Joe Pizzapia. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next Sunday for more Rewind.